Welcome to Sample Size Podcast. My name is Noelle, and I'm here with my co-host, Tone. That's me. And we're your one-size-fits-all podcast for fashion and creative culture. On today's episode, we finally discuss the highly anticipated and highly controversial debut couture collection from Kirby Jean Ramon, and we have an honest combo about the way we perceive and critique Black art. We also give our first impressions of Donda from our other fave, Kanye, and get into a major fashion moment at the Olympics. So with that being said, let's get into it. And we're back. What's up, Noel? How's everything? We're back like cook crack. How you like that? I switch it up this time instead of the typical. I like that better than the Fat Albert. <laughs> Not the Fat Albert. I really do. Fun fact. I know this is random and we're starting off with the randomness, but mm-hmm. in like, I want to say like fourth, fifth grade, we, like I was at boarding school and we went to go see the premiere of Fat Albert. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I ever met a, a celebrity. It was in Philadelphia. It was at Kyler Pratt. Uh, I don't know why, I mean, because you said Fat Albert, but I mean, I just wanted to add that little fat. So welcome back. Where did to you s- go to boarding school? Wait, are you just finding out now that I went to I know work? you went to boarding school, but where? It's called Girard College. It's located in Philadelphia, Philly. Shout out to North Philly, 20th and Girard. Yeah, Sersky. Why did I think you got sent to like Minnesota? Why the fuck would I be in Minnesota? I don't know, but I feel like that's where there's boarding schools. <laughs> I mean, I hope, thankfully I wasn't because it would have like been too cold. reform schools. Nah, I went to Philadelphia right in the middle of the hood as all private institutions are of course um and yeah it was a great hell of a time um i don't know if anybody's a parent you should be looking to you shouldn't uh, be listening to this i mean you never know i feel like if you're a parent you have more important things to i mean sometimes you gotta get away from your kids no maybe and what what better way than to listen to a podcast by us truly called sample size you know as you guys are listening right now (laughs) <laughs> but yeah boarding school was dope it was 99 percent black people best time of my life the reason why i am right now very so, cool all black boarding school yeah yeah even though it wasn't meant to be but we took that shit over where to draw art mm-hmm. <laughs> but um back to your regularly program uh your schedule program how's everything how are you everything is everything everything is good yeah. i am feeling suspiciously po- uh, positive for recording days wait why is that su- yeah because i f- yeah, no, not yeah. suspicious because i feel like we're never like in good moods <laughs> okay. for recording days i, I mean i fake it i'm never <laughs> yeah, in that's a good I mood, like, I'm and i don't fake it <laughs> exactly but so. i feel like i'm in like a very good mood today okay so, that's yeah. good that how is are you good. i am doing okay um got off because of, we're not recording our normal day um i got off of work a little bit earlier than normal oh wait i wasn't supposed to say it. i told myself i wouldn't say that in case anybody listen but nobody's listening but regardless i got off of work a little bit earlier mm-hmm. um i'm a little bit tired but that's about it i drank my red bull to get my energy up and that's about it um yeah i can talk on and on about how work is stressful but you guys know that already no we have to talk about okay so we had we went on vacation for oh, our yeah, friend yeah, well, of course we were gonna get into that yeah but i was just talking generally no about we how can't be negative we have to like capitalize on the fact that like you're in a good mood. i'm not miserable today <laughs> yeah. me specifically is not miserable right. so we can see who got the main character syndrome amongst us i'm only in a good mood maybe once <laughs> out of a month no nah, that's so take I, I, that's good that means we're gonna have a good episode because you know me i can fake it but if you're in a good it. mood that means everybody's in a good mood so let's talk about our v- vacay 
yeah. Happy belated to Jade. Happy belated, Jade. To my good Judy of, I want to say like 12 years. We've God damn, 12 years. I didn't know it was that long. Yeah, we've known each other since middle school. Mm, um, yeah, so we went to Puerto Rico. PR. You got put in the suitcase as my plus one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was very fun. It was fun. I enjoyed my time. Um, we were only there for a weekend, so it wasn't like a long vacation. Speak for yourself. Oh, wait. Yeah. Let me say, I was only there for a weekend. I went you turned that vacation to an extended stay. But um, yeah, it was good. It was good vibes. Good people came on a trip. Yeah. We ate fine dining. We came to the conclusion that we have to get rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And soon. Because <laughs> I like fine dining a lot and it's very expensive. All right. So what we were talking about was on, on like the, Niggas what was, was this? Saturday. Eating. Yeah, on Saturday we went eating. to like this fancy ass um, diner. It's not even a diner. Let me call, I make Don't sure I call it a restaurant. Don't disrespect the two Michelin stars. Exactly. A restaurant in like this fancy ass hotel. What was the name of the hotel? I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't remember the name of the hotel. It was, it was so fine nice. dining. The, there was a waiter for our water. There was a waiter for our food. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I ever experienced that. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was like, he was like, no, only handle the drinks. You have, I was like, uh, excuse the right. fuck out of me. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was like a five course, what, no, four course four meal. Four courses, yeah. You pick, it's like a, a sort of prefix menu. You pick like what you want for your courses. A tasting menu. Yeah, and then they bring it. And then, you know, they even had like, this little shot glass of like some shit that you used the to re- palate cleanser yeah, to, to to cleanse your palate between each course. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was definitely dope. Um, at at the um to avoid you know the typical dinner date conversation that happens, we definitely spent more than two hundred dollars. That is the typical. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's why I, I I hate having I hate watching people have that conversation because it's like don't y'all have friends yeah. like when you're with your friends you're you just want to have a good time and like whatever is going to keep the good times rolling you're going to pay like no one even thinks about yeah, that but it was definitely good some people had some words for a two-star uh michelin they won't be mm. named but <laughs> uh, mm. as a result the they thought were... she could talk to a two michelin <laughs> star chef the, the 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 waiter was fabulous and it was like yeah to, he was like i have to tell a the gas <laughs> but no nah, no nah, it was definitely a good times spent yeah. time on the beach you know i got a little tanner believe Same. it or not <laughs> skin looks great mm-hmm. but i feel yeah. like that's why i'm in such a good mood i think it is see that's yeah. what you know I, I was thinking about this like i need to go on like a trip literally every single quarter of the year like yeah i need to have four trips a year because you need that Minimum. just refresher because we both went into the trip saying oh we're gonna bring our work computers and shit and do some work i lost my computer yeah because she didn't even think about it yeah I didn't, I didn't, honestly i realized it no i realized my laptop was gone literally like five days into the trip That that's and i literally just sat there in the airbnb and was just like okay yeah cool so Definitely worth it. This is your reminder to book that trip now if you haven't yes. already for the summer. Summer is literally over. I was just literally thinking about that because yeah. I was trying to plan a trip for my birthday. I'm like, yo, my birthday is tomorrow pretty yeah. much. So it's like, okay. Um, but yeah. No, same. I'm, and my birthday is two months from now and I'm still like, oof, too late. <laughs> yeah. So definitely um, book that trip. It was yeah. we had a fun time. You know, and if follow you see on Instagram us, to see like, pictures. You know, doing hello fresh ads or if like i start doing like savage fenty hauls again <laughs> it's because i'm trying to get to that bread so i can fucking nah, big facts. eat wagyu beef big, every day of my facts. life I, I was looking at my budget like what saturday i was like oh damn i spent too much money i don't even want to yeah. say how much I, I spent but yeah definitely worth it i'm gonna be eating ramen for the rest of the 
year to be honest 2021 yeah, don't let me know where for the rest of the summer yeah so um yeah it was good times good vibes mm-hmm. we needed that refresher yeah uh also uh this is just your uh bi-weekly reminder that we are covering gossip girl on our youtube channel we as in Jaden and myself yep. episodes generally go up tuesday we're gonna try to get them out earlier but it's on our youtube channel sample size media we just changed the name and also mm. keep your eyes out for a possible name change on our other social media platforms yeah we're working to you know rebrand you know in our early fc because we got plans that are bigger than just a podcast you know we want to yeah, yeah, be yeah. um just in your face all the time. So get tired. Well, Absolutely. get used to it. Um, but yeah, let's get into episode today. You know, the first topic, as always, we're going to talk into our sample size news, you know, lighthearted topics that you should know if you didn't or if you didn't know, we're just going to bullshit and talk about it. And yeah. we wouldn't be um, us if we didn't talk about Kanye West as a topic. We always find mm-hmm. a way to like plug. It's either going to be um, Kanye or it's either going to be Kirby. And you know what would you we're know? Getting we a have, double dose. <laughs> you get both we're things. Getting today. a bonus because we're talking about Telfar again too. <laughs> so that's that's like a trifecta. So lucky yeah. you guys. Things that we both love talking about. Um, if you don't know what we we're talking about, what's today? A couple days ago, Friday. Um, yeah, Kanye Friday. hosted his Donda listening party that was supposed to be the. Um, the uh, what you call it album premiere yeah it's supposed to be like a listening party to the album premiere yeah. but as you know it he didn't release the album because he's Kanye West and he does crazy things like that like make promises yeah and you know typically you know if we were you know regular consumers we'd be like oh man he's a bullshitter and you know we should listen to you know you should set deadlines and listen to it but because we're blinded by Kanye West and, and where it stands we're like oh you know that's Kanye being Kanye yeah so and I feel like it's also a known fact that he works on his projects up until the last I minute. I mean, he's still working on it, like, really, right yeah. now. Apparently, and even tweaks it, because uh, The Life of Pablo, yeah, I just think remember, it, it was getting tweaked, like, two months into it, after it dropped. Yeah, it would, like, delete and re-upload uh, yeah, the version. Yeah, I used to hate that shit. So, if it, I mean, the good thing is, all right, for, for, so the good thing is, is, like, Life of Pablo, because he did that, I think was one of his, like, better works, of course, yep. you know, is like, you know, is one of his better later works, you know, is two different, is many different Kanye's. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that because of all the many tweaks that it turns out to like that, because in a moment of honesty and openness, I was disappointed during yeah. the listening. Um, that shit was yeah. Hot garbage. Yeah. I, I'm not even like. <laughs> like. When you gotta pick your words, like, kindly. Yeah, you... because, like, Connie is my favorite artist of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanna say, like, being a fucking objective Kanye stan, like, we are a minority. <laughs> like, we are an oppressed minority <laughs> because you little motherfuckers who started listening at, like, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Why are y'all lying like this is good? That shit sounded like nah. like eight oh eights and heartbreaks throwaways. Yeah. But like the garbage only, throwaways. The only good thing that was like great was the Jay Z feature. So though you know, everybody's like, Oh, watch the throne too. Yeah, but, like the last two like the He's Done Miracles on me and then the Jay Z yeah. feature and then Roddy Rich's feature. Yeah. Are the only things that are positive. Yeah. And then, you know, people were mad that, you know, I mean, mm. that he was just walking around. I mean, what the fuck I, didn't you pay money. From him? I didn't pay money for it, so I'm not right. <laughs> Also, like, like you, 
it wasn't a concert. No, it wasn't. It was a listening. And it party. wasn't a Yeezy Adidas presentation. Yeah, it was literally yeah it, a listening party. So that's I don't what know why I mean. Was mad. I've never been to a listening party. If I'm being honest, so I don't know what's supposed to go on in a listening party. But I will assume that if you're at a listening party, your main objective is to listen. So you wouldn't want him singing right. along to the song. Like anyway. it wasn't a concert. Yeah. Because apparently listening parties were to J- Jermaine Dupri are supposed to be like a uh, mini AR, like the final AR session where like yeah. people like listen to the music and like you see, you see the crowd reaction. figure out so, what's going to be the single. Exactly. Like, and then and then once that happens, you get to like make those final decisions between like sequences. I genuinely think that's what happened though. Yeah. because And I think we're not going to get the album for a while because the reaction was not good. And also, I just thought about it because apparently somehow Justin LaBoy, is that his name, is somehow running PR for this. Like, how did that happen? And I am hella disappointed. I'm, <laughs> we're going to have to do like, when we get into our episodes about like being a content creator and an entrepreneur, we need to do a case study on him. Yeah, because I literally don't even know how you got. I'm blaming you guys. How do you Norm- have access normally, to Kanye West? Yeah, normally, normally I don't even do shit like this because you know, get it when you fit in. But literally, this guy's brand is memes and like Twitter topics. So stolen how does tweets, stolen content? Like, how do you guys? How did he even? Blow? And Demon Time, but I think he stopped doing that because he had like a collaboration yeah. with OnlyFans. But I think that lasted maybe like a week. And call it hating if you want. For certain, I'm definitely hating because I honestly do not get it. And then he turned that, he parlayed that into a, a, TV, a TV show on Revolt. Like, yeah. I mean, I will give him props. Whoever can finesse, shout out to that y'all. That is some low bri- Y'all want to talk about conspiracy theories and shit? <laughs> I honestly believe that he is like a fucking plant to keep our generation like stupid <laughs> and arguing about $200 dates. Yeah, because there's no way. The man is a CIA operative. There's no way. And I'm like, I always think like, who is his market? And it's like, it's corny no, people. Like, and it's, it's a lot of y'all motherfuckers. There's no way that the youth are like bringing this guy up that he got all this work. There's no way because I know grown people. I hope grown people. It aren't. is grown people. You've never, you've never like been curious and like clicked into the like comment section. No, nah, I've never. It's been people on the stage. in their 30s too. It's not just 20 year olds. And then I've, 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 maybe once or two people that I follow will post them. But luckily, I don't follow enough people that repost him. Or I just don't be on social honestly, media like that. I Honestly, I started unfollowing people that repost him. Yeah, no one cares that you're pressed to be in a relationship. And no one cares about your astrological sign. At Nobody all. fucking cares. Yeah, because like, that's that just what's And every- no one thinks you're going to pay all of their bills. No one expects you to pay all their bills. Like, like, come on, guys. Low vibrational CIA operative, I'm exactly. telling you. Call it snobby or whatever. But if, if that's what you want to label me, if that means avoiding that, I definitely will. Yeah. And then after, you know, let's not spend too much time on them. Uh, we people were anticipating, uh, especially us in sample size. We thought yeah. that, oh, they're going to use this opportunity to not only release the album, but it'll be a, the uh, perfect opportunity to release the Gap t- um, and Yeezy Club. Yeah. And what little behold is just another um, jacket. Of the Windbreaker, and, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not really a fan of this jacket. You know, a lot of people oh. hype over it. What you? I, mean, I ordered it when the blue one dropped, and mm-hmm. I regret it. Did it even come yet, or is that no, was a pre-order? It was a pre-order. Okay, yeah. It's yeah. supposed. To, it's actually supposed to come on my birthday. It's supposed to come in October. Oh, okay. Shout out to you, but um, it's and shout out to returned. your birthday gift. But yeah, I'm not a big fan of those. I think it looks like a sleeping bag, and I'm not, you know, a big fan of that style. <sighs> Hopefully, no. um, I'm excited for like more Yeezy releases, obviously, mm-hmm. but definitely not a big fan of the jacket. 
I I'm just I'm confused at the rollout. I feel like for some reason, like musical artists, like hip hop and rap artists, have just been breaking their rollouts as of recently. No, definitely. Re- the only person, honestly, that's doing a rollout properly is Lil Nas X. Yep. The on- literally, the I, only, I can't one. like, and the, I'm, I'm, and this is I'm everybody in campus yeah. and everybody. I'm not even trying to like say rap. Just Lil Nas X. And the Nas Olivia X. Rodrigo girl for pop. Uh, I don't even. I, yeah, I don't. If your skin is not dark, I don't pay attention. I mean, she got some bobs. She, it's. Par- I mean, she might have bobs. bobs. Shout out to I'm her. Gonna... I just don't listen to her. No, it's I not. mean, they talk about her, my job, but I'm like, okay, that's good for her. It's Paramore vibes. Is it so, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, if you were to play like one song, I would just like, and my life depended on it, I would fail miserably. I don't even know like the songs that people Driver's say are famous. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't even know any of the songs. So maybe I'll listen to it because I'm talking shit right now, but never have I heard a song. And I promise you, it's not like poor rollouts all around, and it's very confusing. And I, I you would have thought that like pandemic gap. I'm sure gap gave him the capital for a proper rollout so i just maybe it's him tweaking the collection and i I don't even know how like you know because he's not only doing this he's doing his yeezy brand for adidas there's rumors that he signed back with nike because he's been wearing nike shit lately one pair of nike socks yeah you know people you know i mean when you're a superstar or a megastar like kanye west is anything can set a rumor yeah um and you know it's easy to get clicks you know just all you got to do is yeezy this and that's like an extra 100k or whatever you was expected just because you put yeezy's name on it so I just want a pair of foam runners if they. I think yeah, that's what everybody drops. wants to be honest. But yeah. you know, nobody's trying to spend two hundred on StockX on some shits that cost sixty five or whatever on resale. I mean, regular yeah. price. So I don't know. I guess we'll just you know keep our fingers crossed that this album turns out good. That he adds some fucking drums um, to the production because yeah. <laughs> it's getting ridiculous. Yeah, but um, let's not spend too much time on it. Make sure you are tuned into whatever Kanye West does when he does release it. We would like to hear your thoughts, especially about, you know, when it does drop. Yeah, we're definitely going to cover it. And for we're certain, probably going to do certain. an unboxing when we get the jacket, too. So you want to lead into the second topic? Yes. The second topic I'm really happy about because it was just a really smart and great example of a collaboration after a year of seeing like really fruitless and just unnecessary collaborations Mm -hmm. we have telfar clemens of telfar sponsoring uh the olympic liberian team team liberia Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and i just thought the story was really cool and the collection is 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 very beautiful as well so basically it came about because this liberian sprinter his name is emmanuel matadi he is the finest man i've ever seen (laughs) in my life he he is yeah (laughs) you guys can't see her she's a little bit flustered right now i'm literally sweating (laughs) so he reached out to telfar uh via instagram dm because he found out that telfar clemens is liberian and was basically like hey i see these bags everywhere um you know like what's the chances of you like sponsoring us and you know maybe doing something with the uniforms telfar agreed and then we got this really cool collection of like olympic sportswear Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um that actually debuted during the opening ceremony uh and apparently we're gonna get a it's either a 70 to 80 look collection oh wow i didn't know that yeah so it's actually gonna be dropping for retail as well and like if you look at the 
the uniforms it's so cool like uh and there's also a very great uh video like document uh documenting kind of the design process mm-hmm. and how telfar took in account that like in liberia a lot of the men and women wear like uh, gown. gown attire so they have like the silk gowns and how like Honestly, I never, I, I don't really consider ath- athletic clothing sexy, but th- these clothes are pretty sexy. I'm also, the team is just filled with beautiful human beings, so yeah. I might be biased, but like, <laughs> I cannot wait to cop this collection. And honestly, the fact that like the Emmanuel guy had like the foresight to reach out to an actual designer to help them was i think that's like genius he's low-key a visionary yeah my thoughts on this i I mean i think it's dope obviously that Mm -hmm. you know any designer especially a black designer is well not any designer because the polo ralph lauren usa shirts is ugly yeah but it's just dope that designers are you know this opportunity for a black designer let's just say that so you know especially big up a a a black country it's not like he's doing this shit for um france or something or or usa so it's definitely dope. It, it helps bring exposure to that African country. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also like not even shocked, but I, I guess shocked is the word I want to use because I wouldn't expect something like this, especially from like a smaller um, country like this. Mm-hmm. But I guess it makes sense. Right. And then at the same, you know, I don't know. I don't want to make it like to focus this on like anybody's sexuality, but especially with like small African nations, they tend to be more like homophobic than big countries. So it's like, that's extra surprising to me too. And which is just dope in general, how this all came together. I'm definitely, you know, excited to have seen this. Um, I don't know if I'm purchasing anything necessarily depends. I'm getting getting a robe. I mean, I'm getting a gown. I'm getting the little booty shorts. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's why I might get some, like maybe a tank or a shorts of the air of their, um, if they're being sold um they're also gonna have like uh like gym bags and stuff like that. yeah too. so i have to look at it you know you got if you follow me you know i, I sometimes be in a gym or whatever be faking it or whatever you know i take my selfies and i leave um <laughs> but yeah but overall this was dope and exciting to see and i do hope that this paves the way for more designers to participate in the things like this yeah. maybe not olympics all throughout but just more so like sponsorships that are bigger than just their brand yeah like how so far is good for like well i'm okay so like they've had all types of sponsorships but they are really like pioneers when it comes to like sponsoring with like non-fashion related entities like remember they had like that white castle collection no i don't remember they had a collaboration with white castle oh i didn't even know that yeah and it was on some like like new york shit on some brooklyn shit which is cool because that's the brand's dna and then uh, just uh, as a marketing professional i think it's just dope like like outside of just the sports things like brands in general finding ways to be culturally relevant in organic ways yeah and not just ways of like you know a target i mean not even target because i think target as big as they are they do it right in in a certain sense yeah but um but like just in, like a McDonald's or something like you know collabing with BTS collabing with Travis Scott, with Travis yeah. Scott just collabing make- with J Balvin like yes of course if you get the biggest but it's not organic to me yeah. I just I could smell like oh it's just a big money grab because what is it it's not like it's new products it's just reinvents some products so that you can sell it more yeah. but something like this it seems organic you know the, the relationship is there the, the connection to the roots all that so yeah. so this is definitely one of those collaborations that definitely makes sense it's 
regardless of how you look at it. And of course, they put together something that's a decent and great product. And I'm pretty sure it's gonna like bring and raise funds towards the librarian athletic funds. Yeah. I hope. I, I, I'm guessing they're gonna have to do some collaboration in terms of like it's raising for them because nowadays, especially with the smaller countries, so. it's like self funded. You know, yeah. especially like the Nigerian but team. But they Telfar actually sponsored the team, so they paid for like transportation See, and food uh, exactly and stuff like, like that. that. And so definitely a smart and great collaboration. Yeah, ten out of ten. Really enjoy it. Cannot wait until it drops. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so that does it for the fashion news that you could use. Um, and let's get into the meat and potatoes of today's episodes, Miss Noel. What are we talking about today? So we are finally getting around to talking about Pierre Moss Couture One. Finally. And you know, finally. it's sort of like it's lucky that that rain delay, so it's not like super far in the past. I mean, but, people are still like subtweeting. Really? Kirby. Oh, they so. need to get over them. <laughs> uh yeah, so <laughs> uh the show happened what, two, three weeks ago? Let's just say three weeks. Three, four weeks ago? Nah, nah, that's OD. Two weeks ago. Yeah, it had to be two weeks. Like, the show it was happened the weekend. a significant yeah. amount of time ago. Two weeks, because that's when we recorded up, so we were mad because they were had a lot. A significant amount of time ago. <laughs> um, and we didn't get to talk about it because of the timing. Uh, uh, uh. So first off, before we get into the theme of the show, what were your personal reactions? Right off the back, I loved it. Um, mm. mainly because all the other shows, if you guys remember from the episode, we talked about it was boring, right? It was a boring Couture week because don't forget this was the last show on Couture week. Yes. Um, and we were excited because this was going to be his first time that Kirby did this first time. I think the first time a black person did it. Well, I believe there was somebody first else. First black designer to be officially recognized. Yeah, recognized by, by the council of french people so yeah it was high expectations big expectations we were disappointed but when it went off we you know we had the live stream pop in and it was great you know 22 g's performed i was like oh word no suburban that shit was hard um with the like violins and shit mm-hmm. um the cop the 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 costumes the, you can call it what it is <laughs> the cost- this is an episode about honesty and critiques you okay. can call them so costumes. The costumes slash um pieces were mm-hmm. very you know when you my first reaction was like oh that's cool because you know by now you guys should know it was an old like black invention in america yeah so it was like you know a lot of like black inventions were um put down the runway mm-hmm. with peanut butter alluding to george washington carver so all these beautiful yeah. things it was done at um madam cj's Walker's estate so mm-hmm. it was beautiful right you know i was like oh finally something that we can talk about something that wasn't boring you know typical typical um yeah and then as this course be- well i don't know if you want to have this course yeah. well no we're ju- just your reaction okay okay yeah. just so, your reaction so yeah so initially i was like yeah i like the show was, you know it was great. I love to see black people. Kirby's my guy. I was just bigging him up. You know, I was like, up, 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 up. Mm-hmm. It's up and it's stuck. So that was my initial first reaction. How about you? So I didn't actually watch the live stream. because mm. uh, fans. Uh, no, I was busy. <laughs> um, didn't actually watch the live stream, so I didn't actually get all of, like, the ambiance and the environment. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first impression was just, like, looking at screenshots people tweeted and mm-hmm. Vogue Runway. Um yeah <laughs> like remember we just stick into first reactions yeah first reactions i was straight up lying on twitter pretending i liked it oh wow Stra- like 
Uh, it's I mean, like, it's an honesty episode. You said it. You ever have like, like you like, oh, I don't even want to be on. Honestly, it looked like Drag Race costumes. Mm. It looked like All Star Six, like Drag Race costumes. <laughs> if you're a fan of Drag Race, it looks like something that Simone would wear specifically because of all like the black references. Mm. But it was just, I think I I and we'll talk about this too. I think I appreciated the intention more than I did the actual execution, execution. Mm-hmm. um i wasn't like outraged or mad i was a little bit confused um and then as soon as he like released statements on vogue i believe i was reading it and he was like he said something what the fuck did he say he basically was like i wanted to do sesame street meets pixar i wanted to troll so mm-hmm. And that under, I, I saw that and I was like, okay, I get it. I get the intention. But I was still disappointed because as a fan of this designer, I know he's capable of executing collections that are based around concepts without being so literal. And even if you are going to do like, because like there, there are um, designers like, uh, Ray Kawakoba, I did not pronounce that lady's name right, but she's racist, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> of Comde Garcon, she does a lot of like very abstract, almost like costumey looking pieces. And Moschino does like costumey looking pieces, but mm. there's a way to execute it where it doesn't look like a literal Halloween costume. Right. And that was my main issue. And the thing is, like, We've seen the garments, even the garments in the collection, like the gowns are gorgeous. gorgeous. And he it's obviously he has the capability to do this, but it's just like it it did not curl all the way over for me. Yeah. Was not super into so, it. So yeah, I was a little bit blinded. I was just more just hyped that, you know, was, I think I was just more hyped that it was it was not boring. Yeah. And it was the tr- uh, drill music in the back. You know, yeah. If you guys know me, I'm a big fan of drill music. So I was like, oh, this shit I'd is rather lit. Be something be- I'd rather something be bad than boring. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Because at least with bad, you have something to talk about. Yeah. And I think not, that was the intention. But me, as a, like if I, as a creative, I'd rather something. I, I, I wouldn't want it to be bad. So let's just say that. I, don't, I, I wouldn't want it to be boring either. But I feel like with art like again we're getting off topic already but art art is so fickle and like subjective that even if the majority says something is bad there's still gonna people gonna be people who want to be contrarians and ride for it like it's super good true so i'd rather do that than something where it's boring which you're not gonna win over either side yeah i mean yeah if if i definitely had to pick definitely battle or boring but i'd rather not have either or yeah like you said um so we so those are our thoughts on the on the show Mm -hmm. and what to me was more interesting was the reactions Mm -hmm. on social media Mm -hmm. and then compared to reactions from like uh fashion reviewers and like established publications because those two things are telling two completely different stories if you look at like uh essence uh articles on essence vogue in style all the places you know they're all praising the collection and oh here are all of the references that you didn't understand because you're white and you didn't know that george washington carver fucking invented (laughs) peanut butter so it's a lot of praise it's a lot of like glossing over the fact that there aren't many garments in the collection but if you were on twitter within like 15 minutes of the show premiering I feel like we went down like a fucking black hole of like 
shady comments into one personally openly critiquing it and then the whole timeline dogpiling kirby mm. it got crazy and it was like people i i mean the the comments and the tweets were ranging from everything to like oh you know this is poorly executed the garments aren't great blah 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 to oh, this man has fucked it up for the rest of the black designers and now the Federation to French niggas is never going to allow <laughs> another nigger to debut a couture collection and it's all your fucking fault. Blackie. Blackie. <laughs> it was just... And, it, and it's... Because my timeline is 99.9% black, mostly coming from black people within the industry or wanting to be in the industry. Um, and I just thought, like, Damn, y'all got some fucking vitriol for this nigga. Like, does he owe y'all some money? Because on one hand, like, you know how every lie has a bit of truth? Every hater nigga comment has a little bit of truth in it. So there was a little bit of truth in everything. But it just got me thinking, like, because some of the motivations behind the comments didn't feel genuine. Like, you, you don't genuinely care about the institutional contour. It got me thinking about like, okay, so what is the difference between valid critique mm -hmm. and being a hater? Well, to give you a quick answer without much thought, as you can see how's my speed of response. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the difference between critique and hater is offering some type of like instead of like, you know, I think hating to me is just straight up oh, that was ugly. I would never do something like that. Why would somebody do some shit like that? But yeah. critique is like, oh, that was very ugly. What what should have happened is maybe if, you know, if you were less costumey, like, you know, you right. were offering like things as to why you don't like it or what could have been done. Mm -hmm. Because I think like if you're just hating and not, and like if you don't give like a solution, what's the point of just, I mean, speaking out loud other than to hear yourself talk and to well, feel better about media, yourself. Well, social media, it's engagement. It, I, no, I mean, yeah, that. Obviously, <laughs> we, we could talk about how social media is like, oh, we have a platform so people feel like yeah. they need to speak. But my, and I'm just talking like generally, I feel as though like it's nothing wrong with disliking anything. It's not even like I'm I'm all for hating things. Like I feel as though yeah. as humans, you should like things, you should hate things. Number one negative person in this room. <laughs> No comment. Um, but yeah, definitely. But in terms of like, but if you hate something and you, if you generally want that thing to have been better, you yeah. will offer like some type of why you didn't like some type of discourse as to either a improvement or, as to, or like why you didn't like it. Right. And then, you know, I feel as though some I always tell people like it's never about like necessarily I believe in the truth. I'd rather hear anything negative you have to say. Mm hmm. But I feel as though, as a human, you should take an account to how people are going to receive it, right? Nobody ever wants to hear a bad thing. Even with me saying I want to hear a bad thing, I don't want to hear that shit. But if you're telling me in a way that it's, you know, like, you don't have to, like, baby me, but you're telling yeah. me in a way that it's, like, you know, actually of sustenance instead of just telling me you disliked it, yeah. that's much better than you just saying, piling on me like everybody was doing, right? And so that's, yeah. to me, what the, the biggest difference between, um, like, hating and critique is. It's just that that plus, that added value to that hate. It's not about, yeah. you know, like, you just hating something is not going to do anything to me. Okay, you know, you hate it now. Yeah. What? To me, what, what really struck me is, like, okay, like, we all know we're on social media and, like, being negative and being shady and kiki king, that's what gets engagement. That's what builds yeah, it's funny to community. Hate people, yeah. and, but... 
yeah so we, like we, we understand these concepts but to like conflate issues and pretend that like this discourse is gonna like we need to have this discourse in order to secure the futures of other black designers and you know i don't understand why all of y'all anyone who enjoyed this is lying like this like there's no physical way anyone could enjoy this like it's not everything is subjective mm -hmm. i i just hate when people talk in certainty in absolutes about shit that is not absolute and to be like the wildest take honestly there's two really fucking wild takes that i saw one was that like he should have never been granted the permission yeah, to, just, to because oh, he doesn't ha he's yeah. not able to make garments to me that doesn't that rings as hater shit because it's like we all saw the sister rosetta thorpe collection and that was based heavily around one person had musical imagery had motifs of pianos and guitars all throughout the collections without literally fucking putting a piano down the runway mm -hmm. so to say that he does not have the ability to me does not ring true you might not like his shit but to say that he can't do it is not true the other thing that pissed me was to make this one collection which was not received well by black people seem like it is going to be the straw that broke the camel's back in terms of designers in the future receiving that type of validation because to be quite honest them motherfuckers hate our black asses anyway so one shitty collection is not going to break or make or break anything in an industry and in an institution that was not meant for you in the first place you're just giving crabs in a fucking barrel and then to, to just to add on to that what i really don't like about that is that black people are not allowed the space to fail right yeah if, oh yeah let's if, talk about if, that if like shit is not perfect it's just like like you said you ruined it we're never gonna get an opportunity like that yeah. ask yourself why that is why is it that these several white designers have multiple run, like, King Jones has been putting shit we, Fendi we collections out since he was appointed at Fendi and shit is just boring yet it's opportunity after opportunity now he's a CD somewhere else where Matthew you know, Williams at Givenchy like like it doesn't make sense that like once somebody messes up once all of a sudden oh my god they should never have yeah, done this it's the they end never, of the world like are you guys fucking stupid? Like yeah. failure is part of life and failure is part of art. Honestly, yeah. like you have to fail in order to like, cause like Noah was saying earlier, art is subjective. You gotta understand that it's gonna be people who dislike you, right? Dislike yep. what you created. So it's like, you're always gonna innately fail somehow, some way. So to be like, to, to then over exaggerate and say, oh no, this should never happen. It's like, what? Like what are you what are you really yeah. saying? What internalized hate do you have for like the your blackness right. that you feel as though like you can't fail that you have to be perfect? Or of that if this one person who went ahead of you did not live up to your expectations, it will forever prevent you from reaching those exactly. accomplishments. That's where it's coming from. And and uh, and I know I'm a, I'm going on a little bit of rant, but and I'm but I am I'm clearly aware of how you know you know slavery let's just even take like is playing a part into this and how like you know all that like i i know my black shit don't don't try to like oh you know slavery. try to don't don't try to like oh actually no i know that but the point i'm trying to prove is that like take yourself like take a take a um a look in the mirror yeah. think to yourself 
if I fail, do I want people to continue to pile on me? Yeah. Or would I want people to like offer words of encouragement? Yeah. If you and, answer- and obviously this is a very biased perspective because I'm sure there were text messages sent to his phone directly, to the team's phone directly, and conversations that were had in private. Where specifically, or this conversation is kind of centered towards like social media and mm. specifically like why black people in creative spaces really in all spaces we either one are too afraid to critique other black artists out loud or two we scream it and there's like no, no in between at all and that, and that is true and I don't right because yeah. I, I didn't want i didn't want to say how i felt about the collection on the timeline so i fell victim to this too mm-hmm. and, and, and then the, so, like you said it's either gonna be quiet or you're gonna be like screaming and and that's what's so annoying like why can't we be mediocre i really want black people to be mediocre that's my one goal oh my in god life. literally that's my one goal in life is to be mediocre as a black person yeah because that's all life is like no but no seriously yeah, I, fe- I get what you're saying yeah. in theory I'm not going to be that mediocre black person, but in no, theory, no, 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 I no. get what you're saying. No, no, no. Someone got to do it. That's what I'm trying to say. Mediocrity is important. Like, white, mm-hmm. how many show, how many things from white creatives is mediocre, yet they get opportunity? Like, that's all yeah. it is, is because, you know, we give, like, okay, for instance, like, and this is like, um, sort of off topic, but on, on topic, right? Mm-hmm. Jordan Peele, you know, he created this place of black horror film, right? Where it's yeah. like, oh wow he's being very you know creative with social justice things and putting in a horror right and then you know we pile on um lena um what's her name waif Waif. yeah because she is awful though (laughs) because she is awful yeah because like she she nah but she be doing some mammy ass shit that's a bad example (laughs) so my thing so that's just like we don't i don't like the fact that she copied it it's like be original yada 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 but my Okay, Kenya Burris for a second, right? Everybody's always talking shit about blackest mixes, darkest colleges, whatever, grownish, whatever, 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 right? Outside of the colorism, we're not ignoring that, but that's not the point of the conversation, right? Everybody's like, oh man, he's getting another opportunity. Why yeah. can't he get another opportunity? Like, right. why do we have to be like to some... play devil's advocate? Though the argument is always going to be there's someone new and more talented and more deserving. Okay, who... that's a different argument. I know, but I'm saying that's the argument that you're going to get if you ask that question. That's the obvious answer. No, I, I, I don't. I, 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 I acknowledge that yes, maybe give opportunities to different people, mm-hmm. but at the same time, there, there are people. And also about that, I don't like the tokenism, but yeah. But it's yeah. like, just let people just rele- release mediocre shit and just be like, you don't like it, that's it. I mean, I so like, I agree with you in general. And I, like, when you say like, let people be me- mediocre, I think of like the girls who get crazy famous on TikTok who like make funny faces and shit. Like in mediocre in that sense, yes. Yeah. But I, I do understand the argument that this was a very historical opportunity. So people were expecting him to go a more traditional and literal route, which I think like ties into the next point is like, is an artist's intention or execution more important? Because if you know the designer, and since y'all, I'm just gonna, if you know the designer, then you're very aware of the fact that all of his collections have a tongue-in-cheek aspect to it. So for me, when it was announced, I was like, 
okay, I'm happy for him, but this doesn't necessarily make sense for the brand because it does not seem like something the abiding to like the tradition of Okator does not seem like something that Pierre Moss does as a brand. So I don't expect them to put out a like, mm-hmm. you know, Scaparelli mm-hmm. level collection. I think there's going to be some tongue in cheek. I think there's going to be some humor. There's going to be some twist to it because that's what he's done throughout his whole career. And lo and behold, we get Sesame Street meets Drag Race. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people's critiques are not taking account of the fact that his intention was to do parody his intention was to do mockery his intention was basically to see i mean essentially what you said what can i get away with that white institutions are still gonna gas and if that is is his intention it was a completely successful collection but people are not taking in account the context which is like i thought we loved art i thought we knew everything about art fashion and history i thought context was important so why are you judging it like this is you know fucking mugler this is manfred himself putting out a collection why are you expecting that from him yeah exactly exactly that right because you said what is what is more what is it more important intention versus execution to me i feel as though it's a mixture of both, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, we know his intention has been said. And, you know, if you how you execute is going to be how people react. Yeah. Um. So, like, yes, he had a... It, I don't know. I think maybe this is the reaction he wanted, honestly, to be honest. So like, 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 just think about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe we just didn't like the fact that, um, like, us as black people were just dogpiling. But I feel as though he wanted that. Maybe even, f- like, yeah. and and like you said, f- I think it's also, like, on us to not even, re- like, I think a lot of people didn't recognize it. They're just so quick to react yeah. to, oh, wow, he didn't stick to the white intentions. I mean, right. to white. To the tradition. Yeah, to, to the, the traditional history. ways. And then, if like you said, if you know the brand, you knew he wasn't going to do it. Yeah. Now it's a matter of, okay, maybe did he take it too far? N- now if you're having those nuanced conversations, yes. but There's you- no such thing as taking it too far when you're in an institution that literally makes the designers, like, preemptively present and get approval for what they're putting down the runway. It's not like it's going to be a big surprise to the Federation of French niggas. They fucking knew <laughs> who he was. Okay, Mm -hmm. when fucking caring applied to be a part of the official couture week, they knew what the fuck it was. I'm sure all of the people in the fucking council or whatever saw the collection ahead of time. So to act like this is such a desecration of the Institute of Couture is so lame and whack because them motherfuckers approved it. And the fact that they approved it and nominated him and accepted him is a whole other conversation because there were other black designers that would have been my first pick. But just in terms of what he wanted to accomplish, I think he accomplished it. And then, and then another thing I want to like, just a general topic from this and what I'm understanding it is that black people really don't want to fight traditional, like no institutions. What no. they want is they want it to be acceptance traditional. From exactly. It's acceptance. Yeah. It's like, Oh, 
this he's this is like initially like oh dope there's a black designer but oh no he did it he didn't do it how white people are supposed yeah, to do he it, did it his so they way. yeah they don't give they don't give space for for old to Russian change it right it's, hand beating like, garments it's always like are you really trying to challenge the institution or are you really just like okay that's acceptance right yeah and then which also leads to the next topic that we wanted to talk about like because the 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 freaking designs and stuff were wait up. before we hop in we before oh. we get to the th- to the thing thing uh okay uh, this is not on the uh, let me just say what or ask what designer would you have nominated black designer to be black or poc or any designer because i know it might be difficult to have that spot honestly, mine is christopher john rogers honestly i don't, I don't even know because like i don't i don't I don't expect anything. I just, whoever, like, I, yeah. I, I get what you're trying to, like, who would I have seen wanting to, like, create something? Yeah. But I don't, I find myself, I, I try not to put expectations on anybody because I don't know what they would have expected. I would I honestly would have given it to Kirby, to be honest. Just mm-hmm. because, I, like you said, I, like, I, for me, what I appreciate in terms of, like, knocking down spaces are mm-hmm. people who troll. And that's why I will uh, yeah. nominate a Kirby, right? Not be not because like I feel as though he's probably the most you know precise or the. Yeah. I just I pref- I I'm all about knocking down spaces. Like yes, acceptance to a certain degree, but I really could care less about what other people think about yeah. me. I, I tell people that like if I'm happy with what I did, that's mm-hmm. all that matters to me. And I feel as though Kirby is that type of nigga that's like, okay, I created something that I wanted to do. Yeah. Which also, that's why the next topic that we're going to happen to is what really was why, the, the most valid argument that I was like, you know what? This is the most valid critique that I'm on the side of that I would be like, okay, yes, this is a valid critique. Because, and then, you know, we're already, I mean, did you want to answer the question before I lead into it? Yeah, I was just, just if we're going strictly by like traditional couture collections i would love to see christopher john rogers with unlimited budget crazy set design yeah music production value i think he could knock it out the park yeah yeah definitely and honestly like another thing why are y'all so hung up like like Okay, this is just going to be a conversation about privilege. Y'all want privilege. Y'all want access. You do not want equality. Because if you really cared about black designers Mm -hmm. who were doing couture level work, you would just be gassing up Christopher John Rogers because literally every collection he's put out in the last two years has been on the maybe not construction wise but in terms of the the grandness of couture levels he mm. knocks it out of the park with every single collection so Even what a target collection exactly we're not it's not like we we don't have talent that's able to do it mm-hmm, why mm-hmm. he was not selected mystery know, universe who knows but this is going to be a little bit left park and it, and it's not fitting but somebody that that is like okay you might not be there but I'm interested to see who it was maybe like Laquan Smith in terms, oh. in terms of like a couture collection, because I feel as though like, oh, yeah, like, oh. He, like he to me is like, he he knocks out the park in the sense that it fit like his designs aren't necessarily super grandiose, mm-hmm. but they they make you like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. To me, he makes good fashion over, so I wouldn't want to see that. Personally. That's what I'm trying to say. So like that's like to like I know we're doing the little little pedestal thing, yeah. like like. I feel as though if if you're like okay, you have a big budget, you're you're gonna you need to create something that's for yeah. Couture Week. I feel as though 
they, he would have taken that into uh, uh, account and maybe it wouldn't be as fashion over because yes that's what I was like it's more like it's more I don't want to label his work but yeah it definitely would have been something it's more he honestly he, he he's very true to ready to wear yeah so I, I I found yeah yeah so I so I, I feel as though like wow like okay you might not expect it I I don't know I've, I I'm the type of, I like to give people who you don't expect a chance because mm. you can see you can see there's something there to me yeah. I I know there's something there in terms of creativity and something in, in terms of something that is like not your everyday and obviously that's not I'm not, I, I don't, obviously I don't know. And this is just me guessing, but I feel as though I like just that, that, that what would happen is either going to go really good or it's going to go really, really bad. bad. Yeah. So, and that's what I enjoyed. So that, yeah. that would be my vote. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But, but like you said, he's more ready to wear. It's never, I, I'm like his fat, their fat, his fashion show has never been like, okay, knock it out the park. But to me, I do. It is somebody that yeah. I am noticing on a radar. He, he dresses to... for the 21st century wealthy influencer girl. And, that, and that's part of the reason why we need to stop being put in in, 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 in like tradition. Like this, every, like you, you guys don't realize how conservative you guys really are. It's yeah. like we need to move forward yeah. from what it's is expected. Cra- yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> All of the Anna Wintour bobs just popped up. It, Y'all just snapped on your fucking coconut head. Like, like, yes, there is tradition, there is things, but in order to progress, you need to be constantly changing it, and you need to, and in, and you need to be jarring in the sense that you need to get people mad, and that's yeah. why I was like, I'm need, I like, I didn't want to answer right away, but just after thinking about it, that's the person I nominated, okay. Laquan Smith, that's because solid. it's like. Fashion over, but let's see if you can do make it fashion over couture. Yeah. Um. Okay. So let's get let's yeah. You can. Yeah. So the the the, the topic that I keep trying to bring up, yeah, but Noel doesn't want to progress this conversation. I'm very passionate about this. Um. So topic. yeah. The, the 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 real like I think was the most valid critique of the show was mm. that okay you're doing an ode to all these black inventions all the things that black people created Mm -hmm. but me i am very well educated on the topic well i won't say i know everything because there are some things like the staircase the the staircase that i didn't know that was created by a black person i knew the traffic light i knew obviously peanut butter and all this stuff so yes to a certain degree obviously you can educate but the critique that i felt was the most valid was that who are you really trying to educate? Are you trying to like educate black people or or not not even educate? Who are you trying to who is this show for? Yeah. Like to a certain degree. Is it like do you expect black people not to know this? Do you expect like to me is like all of all the peoples that wouldn't know it, it would be like white people or people not in the black community. Right. So for that, it's like, are you really creating a show for us? Or are you just really trying to, you know, use a little your little um lose this opportunity to in a sort of way get acceptance at the same time trolling it was like that little thing that like i didn't i didn't know what i didn't understand that aspect because it's like who is this really for and i thought that was very very valid when somebody brought that up so i'll play devil's advocate and i think that even because i i i do think primarily the audience was for black people but I will say that 
it doesn't necessarily have to be education. It could just be celebration. And that's where we get into intent versus execution. Mm -hmm. Because if he executed it differently and didn't make it as literal, I think it would come off as a celebration. But because it was literally a peanut butter jar <laughs> it came off as education and then that's where it's like okay this is not for niggas because we learned this and yeah you know that's the one fuckum of blackness they like to teach in school yeah it literally <laughs> was say in elementary school we learned like this. george Washington carver he made everything out of peanuts yeah I know that one so i think also in this case we have to consider the fact that it is going through a system it's like something that is presented by your holding company to the federation of french people and you discuss your ideas and you're sending in sketches and different iterations and stuff like that so in that sense i think it was perhaps dumbed down mm -hmm. i want to say because it still has to be palatable to unfortunately a white authority so I did. I did also get the vibe like, okay, like <laughs> we like we get it, like, but uh, yeah. And I also like this whole conversation of like, why do black artists have to make black art? I think is very important, and it's something that like, even in creating this podcast, like I don't know if you peep, but I took like black fashion out of our bios because it fe it's like we're all niggas sample size media nigga run company we don't have to explain the fact that we are black, black mm -hmm. and that we cater to a black audience and we care about black issues mm -hmm. because that is intrinsic to us mm -hmm. so i don't like the idea of having to like differentiate yeah or explain our existence i do feel like people and artists should be allowed to just exist mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i don't i don't like it It didn't necessarily feel pandery in this one collection but there yeah. are a lot of instances where institutions and things require you to pander like it reminds me of what the fuck my grandma used to say like sometimes with like strong people you have to bleed a little so other people will realize that you're human and to me that's like it happens with black people, it happens with women, it happens with fat people, it happens with all marginalized people that sometimes in institutions like art and especially in academia, you kind of have to put like your struggle and your worth out front so they see you as human and they can empathize with you, unfortunately. Like, yeah, and, and I don't want to do that. I don't, yeah, and, I don't uh, want and to. That's what I was just about to say me my mission as a like as a creative and as a artist is i really just want to move black people towards having to create things that don't need to be like centered around one our trauma yeah. centered around having to be excellent Lit oh my all, god all the white refrigerator with the who invented black trauma <laughs> yeah 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 <sighs> <laughs> yeah that one was Crazy. All right, hotel ass <laughs> nigga. Like you really but are yeah, from Brooklyn. Like, hotel I'm, ass. I'm really big on this black mediocrity. Obviously, I don't. I'm not saying we need to be like you know create mediocre art, but yeah. I do feel as though we don't create the space for black people to fail. You know, it's back to that saying. You know, you gotta put, you gotta work two times harder. Yeah. Than somebody that's you know just to create the same outcome. Like it's like yeah. why that is so tiresome. Yeah. Why I don't want to bleed for you. Like no, I don't want to be stuck in the past like there's so many new concepts and things that we can explore and i really feel like 
like the more mm-hmm. that I mean, because some people choose to center their work and their art around that. But I feel like in the instance where, like for example, like you've written scholarship essays, mm-hmm. you you feel, oh, as a, a black person, <laughs> boy, you feel like. All my life I had to fight. And I lived in the suburbs for most of my life. And I was in that bitch lying. I'm applying to college. I never ate rice. I never never knew what bread tasted like. I had a kid at 12 years old. I don't know my father. I was, yo, in that bitch lying. Just because it feels like that's the only way you can get the authority figures to sympathize with you is if you degrade yourself and i refuse to do it and you know how i feel because we've had this conversation about like the like that one month where i was trying to be like a plus-size influencer for real (laughs) where i refuse to like as a fat woman i refuse to like degrade myself in order for people to think that i'm like human or like empathize with me like literally like i like if I just want to post my titties and my stomach on the timeline, I'm just gonna fucking do that. I don't have to like plead with you to like oh, yeah, think yeah. that like oh she's so she overcame yeah. so much and like she used to hate herself, but she's so beautiful it now. Took me ten years and sixteen no! months to post it. I'm picture. just fine. But I told myself this is not just for me. Right. It's for other I people woke up just today like me. <laughs> and I saw my stretch marks and I wanted to jump in front of the six, but I didn't. And then I posted this picture. Fuck out of here i'm not doing that i'm not bleeding for y'all i'm just gonna be what i want to be i I, and that that i hate that shit so much i see so many black people and so many women and just so many minorities we always feel like we have to try out our trauma and it's just like come on can't we just exist please yeah Yeah, definitely but please i not to i'm not even cutting the conversation but if you see me in the future talking about Oh my God! Uh, Ode to my blackness. Don't. Oh, if I get a parade sponsorship, I'm talking about my body dysmorphia every single no, post. No, 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 no. But definitely, Please. that is something that is very passionate to me. I want to work towards having to not need to rely on re- resiliency. Like, just yeah. think about it. every black people. Like, yes, we we're can resilient. be soft. Yeah, but sometimes, you know, how many how many times have we not been resilient? Like, yeah. are we forced not to be resilient because people are putting us down? It's so hard to be resilient. You have to like, yeah. you have to pretend like you didn't go through a lot of shit when yeah. in reality it is. And that's what's passing on the quote unquote black trauma is because we don't get a chance to like, okay, mm-hmm. we, 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 we didn't, we didn't live up to something. Now, now, we, now we're also with the black trauma fridge, which I can't believe that's like a thing that we're really <laughs> talking about to me. It's like, again, when, when, um, marginalized people do like the, the pity cries mm-hmm. out of necessity. I feel like we talk about the struggle, but we never point the finger at like what's what? causing the issues. If she had turned around and like it said like white people on the back and magnets, I might have went up for that. Yeah, Because yeah. if you're going to do it, do it. Like, uh, like your collection is already a bunch of party city costumes anyway. You might as well fucking stick the knife in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if 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 we going to talk about it, let's talk about it. Let's not just skim really the surface. Yeah, we always ask a question when we know the answer. Yeah, That's exactly. <laughs> and, you, and you relying on your oppressors to answer the question. They're <laughs> never going to fucking answer it. That's why. Yeah, look, I never like I like white people not wanting to give up power always made sense to me. If yeah, I was, of course, who the fuck would want 
too. That's what I'm trying to say. So in order for people to like be fighting against the system, you need to point fingers. You need to be like, yo, I'm tired of my white boss yeah. because I said so and so, but they just they looked over me. I've been working on this project for right. three months, but they promoted Jim it because was he's this buddy instance, buddy. This happened it's, and it affected me in this way. Like be direct if you're going to do that be direct about it so there's Amen. actually something that comes like some change or something results from it like yeah. you can't just not that you can't because i i keep going back to the to to the point that like not in this instance but some people do do it out of survival and necessity necessity Oh necessity? wow! Look at that, Tony the Stumbler teaching the no, necessity. Same, yeah, necessity. First of all, I, oh, I can't spell or pronounce words. This no, is not yeah, new. I'm horrible at talking. Like, uh, but yeah, some people. I do understand people do it out of necessity, but in the fashion industry, I don't think it was out of necessity. I think he just wanted to troll. I think he wanted to kiki ki. Mm -hmm. But like, that's why, really, I want to see a Christopher John Rogers do a couture collection because mm -hmm. it's not going to be about struggle. It's not going to be about like. Oh, my mom burnt my ear with a hot comb when I was seven. Like, <laughs> okay. Like, of course, blackness is beautiful. And when black artists create black art, sometimes I do just want to like put it in a bubble and like have no one else consume it and like no one else critique it. I just oh, want yeah. it to be like for us. But I know since that's not realistic, I personally would rather just have artists who create art writers who just write designers who just design go where your mind takes you and don't feel burdened by telling these stories because we as the marginalized community already know the stories yeah let's think about the future let's not look to the past honestly let's be informed by the past but how that how do we want to create a better future that, that's just my mindset and i'm hopefully like i'm sharing that with people who might have been you know didn't really realize it but like the past is the past, and let's not forget about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to keep reminding people, yes, white people, for, it was 400 years ago, but still, look at the results of all of that shit. You know, red line, and why is New York City supposed to be the most um, integrated city, but it's the highly segregated? Come on, like, come on. It's shit like that, like, yeah. that we need to really talk about, because that's how all these, like, white, let's, let's, like, um, middle, I mean, what is it? Um, Democrats, right? They they like to like, oh, we're on your side, but they're not really doing shit because so we, we're we're level. just so happy with them saying, oh, we see you and we accept your, you know, we understand your trauma, bitch. Yeah. What are you gonna do to fix that trauma? Right. Is the question we want to get to. We can't stop. We need that to hold people accountable. Yes, yeah. it's good you understand it, but let's take it one further, one right. step further. Let's. What are we gonna do? Why the fuck we don't have reparations? That's what I'm, like. Everybody should be talking I about feel like reparations. Every single conversation that I have goes to back to why the fuck don't I have reparations Literally, money? Literally, like it, it's so many things that can be done to yeah. help make up for the past, but no, we're just so happy that people. Oh my god, he's they understand it. Right. They 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 see where we're coming from. Okay, and what are they gonna do now that they see where we're coming from? Like yeah. what the. F ah, I'm sorry, I'm getting frustrated because I can really, really go on about. No, just, I like, feel it. Like, I just. I 100% empathize with you because it does feel like you're just running in quicksand. What? What is freaking mean? Like, it just... Uh, and, and shit, we fucking did a whole 180 because then you can be like, okay, Kirby was the first person to have a collection. What the fuck is that doing for niggas? See? Uh, no, that's... I mean, being the first is important. I think that's... Someone's got to do it. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. I, I think now, after having this conversation, my revised thought is... I understand why he did it. I kind of like the fact that he did it to shake shit up. Mm -hmm. I 
wish he wasn't the first person. I wish he was like the second or third person. Mm. Because I do want us to just have that fairy tale collection mm. where it's just black women, black men, black they thems in beautiful garments and we're in our fantasy utopia land. I, just, I do very want that. I want that very badly. Uh, honestly, this might even be like, even in the evidence conversation, I'm like just thinking about what can I create to just to act on what I'm doing right now, right? Yeah. I'm, you guys know I'm a photographer. It's like, I need to capture, like just, you know, it, we always struggle to like, what can we do to create? Because we, to a certain, and that's part of like art, right? Because art is so reliant on other people to yeah. be like, like I create art that I'm like I'm 100% proud of, but mm -hmm. at the same time I understand that you know if I want funds, if it comes with I need acceptance from other people, and this is the things that people accept. Yeah. But in order for that, we need to just change our mindset, man. We need to just it's easy. It's very easy to like just stick to acknowledgement. Yeah. When it becomes hard when you you, you think about what is next forward that you know and this is what's mm -hmm. part of growing up maybe you know i'm always been mature for my age and i understand that look i i'm only getting older and all these old people like we need to just start changing this mindset asap yeah. and i need y'all to, to help get on this mover we need to be we need to make black people mediocre man honestly and truly and don't uh, take it out of context uh yeah i mean it's cool i know i mean be, it's the internet that's the only way to take things i know, I know, I know, it's, gonna be taken, I know it's gonna be taken out of context but yeah just i'm tired of we need, I'm not saying we're mediocre. We need variety. We need levels. There we go. Variety. It we need, need options. Yeah. We need to have, you know, shit that's consumable. We need shit that's experimental. We need shit that's in the middle. Exactly. We have the the skills and the and the capabilities. And really, we just need the resources. The re that, that, and that's like, yes, we talk about all this shit. And, you know, that's a big part of it is the resources. We need to get Man, we can we can really get deep. You know, I'm a deep person. I know I understand all that. Listen, it's cathartic to talk about these things because I know I've definitely been holding in these feelings since the show, mm -hmm. and it's just been like bubbling in, and it's like, damn. Like I do see all sides of this conversation. I even see through the hater shit, which is fine because I'm a salty ass bitch. Do I get it? But <laughs> we need we need levels. Yeah. We need some haters, we need some lovers, we need you know, just everything in between, man. Everything in Everything between. doesn't have to be monolith. Everything doesn't have to be rooted in what was done before. It's like, let's progress. We're big And like, that. I don't know why the imagery of the black liberation flag as a fucking tent walking down the runway just like stopped me mid-sentence. Yeah. It's camp. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right, that's really how I feel after... <laughs> <laughs> it just that unison tired. Yeah, uh, okay. It's a lot, man. Okay. All right. So, deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do a little meditation real quick. Yeah. It got it got very passionate because uh, one, we just like to talk and yell, but also like <laughs> we really do care about this on like a very like meta level, mm -hmm. and. Like I was saying, like it's not just art; it's academia; it's everything. It's everything black. I really do care about the plight and the progression of blackness in general. Yeah. And I feel as though it doesn't need to be high excellent throughout. We don't need to be excellent to progress. We just need to just be able to be 
in order to progress. Progression comes with just being able to take steps forward mm. without any roadblocks in between those steps. You don't need Absolutely. to. You don't need to be able to jump high. You don't need to be able to. You know, whatever. You just need to be able to take yeah. a step. You don't forward have to like bleed out for these people who realistically man. are gonna go home and not give a fuck about your existence anyway. Oh, it's like. Um, <laughs> so now that we canceled our chances of ever getting sponsorships <laughs> for this. Podcast, I mean, keep it real, I'm man. I'm kidding. Yeah, I, know, I, know, I, know, I know I know it's all jokes because niggas need to get paid, but... Um, oh, yeah. Uh, first brand deal that comes, <laughs> I'm archiving this episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyone hits the fucking sample size email box, nah, archiving honestly, it. Honestly, I feel as though... I will sell out for money. Uh, no we got to eat Wagyu beef. How the fuck <laughs> we go eat we good, go, okay? I'm sorry. There's gonna come a point where we do need to sell out in order to get progression. Hello. But just know that we're doing it because we want the capital, not because we actually care. And for I mean, no other reason, other than the fact that I want to eat at Michelin star restaurants for the rest of my life. Yeah, I'm sorry. So yeah, we're gonna take advantage of you guys. It's like, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but um, yeah, but yeah, we're gonna stay true to the brand always. I know it's all jokes. We're not gonna. Yeah. Do you think that we have any type of filter? I mean, no, 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 no. realistically. Yeah, and, then, and then and then if a brand is really like adamant then it's not a brand we need to work with and that's something important but um we i guess we're coming to the end of it we don't want to drag on too much and yes make this a, it's uh, been a very spirited episode yeah definitely um as all i mean not as always because you know you gotta make sure you follow us but on social media but um follow me on social media on twitter i'm tone bone t-o-n-e with a period b oh no not a period that's instagram but twitter is t-o-n-e underscore b the number zero and e instagram and ig i mean instagram and tiktok i'm i can't even think is tone bone but with a period so t-o-n-e period b the number zero and e and i am yeah no on all platforms except twitter that's y-e-a-h-n-o-e and on twitter there's an extra e at the end also please follow us on all of our social media platforms we'll keep you updated with everything that's going on with sample size pod and sample size media because we are not just a podcast anymore so sample size pod on everything sample size podcast dot home and mm-hmm. yeah don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel gossip girl is really really fun and jane and i are having a good and time very very important in order for us to grow in order for us to get brands and whatnot if you enjoy this show please rate and review us and don't forget to share this episode with one person you know one person who was talking about the kirby tell them oh listen to what Put these guys in fashion niggas group chat exactly listen to what these niggas had to say i agree i disagree you know let's turn into a twitter topic whatever i will appreciate it um that's the only way we can grow you know other people need to be able to hear us and while we do our marketing thing we also the best form of marketing is word to word so if you can tell one person that you enjoy this episode and they should listen that's more than you know we will be very appreciative of that and oh thank you for listening bye bye